Click Stuff is brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at LuckyDiceCafe.com. Everybody, welcome to Click Stuff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. <sighs> we got a great show planned for today, but first off, we'd like to uh, thank Lucky Dice Cafe and Trollandtoad.com for sponsoring the show. Trollandtoad.com is where you can is one of the largest hero click singles providers on the internet. Check them out, especially with Rebirth launching in April 10th. Uh, so trollandtoad.com, check them out for all of your HeroClick singles needs. And also, we are running our he- our Patreon drive for this month, our class for next month, for anyone signed up at $5 and above, is going to be Barriers, How to Build and Build Around, Tactics and Strategy. Um, and if we can reach the $130 level... We have additional map, Casey Orion, and Arrow Pack to throw into our monthly giveaway. Uh, regardless of what level we have, uh, we reach, we will have a uh, Death's Head, Hussar, and War Machine uh, into the giveaway pile. So, uh, looking forward to taking care of everybody on that front. Um, joining me today, uh, oh, I guess I should say, check us out at patreon.com forward slash clickstuff. Uh, and joining me today is none other than Jason Alvey. What's up? And a big surprise, um, who's been abandoning us the past six months or so, is uh, David Gosselman. Uh, I am also here. We're glad to have you back, Dave. At least for today. Feels like the band's back together again. <laughs> and then on top of that, we also have our special guest... The man, the myth, the Chicagoan legend who, has, <laughs> who takes cuts, gives cuts. <laughs> A lot of cutting going on, yeah. The, the, the man, Nate White. How's it going, Nate? Going great. Thank you for inviting me to speak. Yeah, we're glad to have you on. So, um, so today's agenda... Um, we're going to start out first with uh, a Daniel's errata and clarification section. Um, and um, then we're going to talk about states prep for Rock States here coming up in about a week and a half. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Rebirth, and then we want to talk about the X-Men, the animated series uh, set previews. I guess more of the set overview that was released uh, about a few days ago. So, and then we'll have a Nate interview thrown in the middle there, and listener questions. So, quite the packed episode today. Um, so, let's start out with Daniel's erratas and clarifications. So, um, uh, Tyler, Tyler kind of brought this one up as, um, sometimes I forget what I say, and I change my mind about what I say. Um, so, I... 
I just want to clarify my thoughts on a few things as of uh, March 27th, 2019. Um, first one, and you guys can just chime in. I'll say each one. You guys can tell me whether or not you think I'm dumb or not. Um, You're dumb. Okay. Oh, wait. we got to wait for it. Okay, my That's bad. That's right. Um, <laughs> Super Rare Iron Man is great on his map, but I still don't like him on not his map. doesn't quite do it for me when he's not on his map. I think he's pretty good on any map. Why is that? I don't know. I like the dial design. I mean, if you're paying for the map bonus, he's still going to get you the 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 buddy. Uh, he's, uh, he's pretty badass when he hits that stop click. And he's pretty useful until he hits that stop click. So... I don't see why he would be bad on another map. I think uh, he, I just don't think he's. I don't think he's bad. It's just I just don't like it when he loses map. You just think he's yeah. more effective whenever yeah. he can win and go to his own map. Yeah, because that, that making the the pogs for free across the map is just. Uh, no, if limited were if limited were still a thing, he would be awesome at that. Except map bonuses weren't allowed in limited. Right, but I mean they can tweak it. If yeah. limited were a thing and it were different than it was, it would be awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but limited is gone. Um. So in that note, um, I got to play against. Uh, so this is more of a statement. Uh, Dustin McKinley and Brandon Colette are two awesome guys. Uh, had the pleasure of playing those guys and the pleasure of losing to those guys last week, and. Uh, they're just two awesome guys that probably a lot of folks don't know about. Uh, Dustin is in northern Indiana slash Michigan via via Evansville, via Colorado. Um, Evansville, where we're based to kind of based out of um, in Indiana. Um, nothing. You got to play Dustin, didn't you, uh, Nate? I just played him last night in a um, in a practice game. Yeah. He played the Iron Man on the Iron Man map, and it was brutal. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a great player. I mean, he's just he's got a real good handle. Yeah, yeah. It's just solid positioning, solid play. Uh, I like that. I like that. Um, he was playing a really interesting team on uh, Saturday, wasn't he? Yeah, he played the uh, Iron Man team. He didn't have the old man cap. Oh, okay. um, so he played the Stasis Spider-Man. Right, that's right. Yeah. That's... Which, that, I mean, it did the trick. It got the perplex. It has an outwit, and, uh, you know, it has the leadership, so it's it's perfect. Um, and it's only 70 points, so, I mean, he basically really missed out on just having two giant girls on his team. Um, Makes sense. So... <sighs> Uh, statement, this is, uh, I have one, two, three, four, five. This is statement number three of five. Uh, Unseen still doesn't do it for me. It's just, uh, Unseen's not as good as Lockjaw or Trelane. I mean, they perform different things, but, um, I just don't know how, uh, folks are not getting their Unseen's one-shotted continually with Pulse Wave available as it is. But I could be wrong. So, um, I, I mean, know. I don't think you're crazy for that statement. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of expensive for 
not being an attacker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll take Lockjaw over him any day. Um, I can see as his uses, and he, I guess you can't argue because he's been in cuts. You know, he's been in results, and it's out there. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I agree as far as he's just not my thing. I think I'd pick Lockjaw 10 times out of 10 on a build that he's pretty common on. Yeah. I don't I have a couple builds where unseen is essential but I I think he's great for if you know the the retaliation and protection alone uh ruins my day for about you know half of my team so I hate to see him across from me and that super super senses is always nice even with precision strike he's still getting a regular super senses roll against you uh, and the range is so long that if somebody's letting you get a single target pulse wave off on them with a call in, then they are not playing unseen properly, and um, you know that's just going to happen. So I mean, everything does the pulse wave. I really don't think that's a reason to hate him. Not everything. Black Panther does not die to pulse wave. Oh, whatever. Sure. You know what I mean? That's true. You know how disheartening that is when you got one answer to Black Panther's rollouts, and then you realize you don't even have that answer. Horrible. Yeah, I agree. No, I know what you're saying. It's just, I don't know. I, I just, don't I think Unseen's a great call-in battery. He, I mean, the perplex, the built-in perplex, the outwit, the see-through people, the see-through stealth, uh, the see-through elevation. Um, yeah, they do different things. You can keep him safe. They do do different things. I mean, Lockjaw. I don't think Unseen is as good as Lockjaw. But I, is that the question? Is it one or the other between those two? I, I mean. mean it's a, to me, it usually, to me, in like in that point slot for like the cosmic teams and stuff. Yeah. For me, unseen's just not an aggressive enough piece. Um, yeah. By the way, and what do you mean that unseen has a built-in perplex? Uh, built-in per- prob. I don't think that I say. You said perplex. Yeah. At least that's what I heard. I misspoke. I misspoke. Excuse yeah, I was about to say, what unseen do you have that has perplex? No perplex. I mean, prob and outwit. Yeah. There you go. I said it. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll say stuff like that. No, that's fine. That's what we're here for. Yeah. No, I mean, I think I think that is the one thing if he was missing. If he had Outwit, Prob, and Perplex, like, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of things that don't make that... It needs one more thing to make me happy. So, But I'm, I'm hard to please, I guess, sometimes as well. All the time. Yeah, it, it just depends on your play style. If you can yeah, sit back and be a little a more huge, passive, then he's great for you. It's a huge him. factor, and yeah, if you're if you're a hang way back and play super defensively, he's not bad at all. If you want to get in there and scrap, he's not good. Yeah, right. Yeah, he, he's not a scrapper. Yeah. Um, and then so the uh, the last one is um. Something Tyler and I went back and actually thought about this one. Um, so I want to be clear: um, Hawkeye himself is okay. The spear is not okay. The spear, the spear okay. is the brokenness. Yeah. So. Hawkeye makes Hawkeye. I mean, at least in like the situation pre-spear, you had your opponent had to let you be able to drop a tank on them to get rid of X Men. Um, 
But the spear being able to just take out 50-point Wolverines, not cool. So being, it's, it's pre-errata tank and being able to deal your attack damage, whatever that is, right? That could be uh, Pulse Wave, it could be Psyblast, Precision Strike, um, you know, all these different things. And then do an after effect of penetrating damage is not cool. That's that's the problem. Um, so, and that leads me to my last point. I guess I, I did miss one there. Uh, I do miss having X-Men in the competitive scene as a balancing force. I think we're seeing new problems exist come out because X-Men is not playable because of Hawkeye. Well, I wouldn't even put it on the spear because Hawkeye was paying the butt before the spear. I think your ultimate problem is still the fact that you can throw a bunch of 10-point giant girls on there and beat everybody in theme. Because no. what made X-Men so great is they were always going to get map. No, I don't think... that. See, that's still not the problem, is that even if you have X-Men, Hawkeye is not killing the entire team unless... He has the spear to get past Wolverine stop clicks. It's true. I actually playing Jason with his four Wolverine team. Didn't I use my Hawkeye as bait? Yeah, the I was stupid and didn't kill the Miss Marvel. That was the real thing. Yeah, the Miss Marvel was much more of a threat to him than the Hawkeye was. Without, without yeah, we killed. We we withstood Hawkeye and killed the Hawkeye, but then the Miss Marvel uh, obliterated everything. Right. Yeah. Right. My thing is just you know if he didn't. If you didn't have such a high theme, it would lose map to, like, monster teams. They could take you, you know, indoors. If it didn't have such a high theme, then X-Men it is would a still perfect be story. playable. If it didn't yeah. have Star Fox and Old Man Cap, you know? If it didn't have a leadership easily. Well, I mean, it. if it didn't have 50 points worth of five characters, you know? Like, if you had to pay 50 points for two or three characters or even, you know, one character, like like the X-Men teams do... Oh, uh, I, you're yeah. you're automatically jumping up. You, oh, I have fifty points. So I'm plus five already before I've even put any actual things on the build. I mean, you know, I love my. Yeah. Giant girls. I mean, I know everybody loves giant girls, but to me, that's always the big thing. You always get initiative. It's got a cross the map reach, and it gets to pick the map. So here's my here's my uh, bonus, errata and clarification. I do not agree with the banning of cargo plane and national air and the um, and the spirit ruling that says that um, those figures don't automatically die on first turn because there is now no downside to playing such a large theme because your opponent has no advantage to winning map now. There's a lot of folks that disagree with me on that. You're the, completely damn. No advantage to winning map. No, no, no. That's what you I'm saying. There is, the there, is turn, there is. You can take the underground. There's all sorts of advantages to winning map that don't involve free damage to your opponent before the game even starts. And taking out all pogs on their team and taking everything off their first click. I'm sorry. I can't agree with you on that one. Yeah, I know. I, I know a lot of folks don't agree with me. 
I, I don't even like the extended starting areas don't give you walking woods ruling. So I definitely well, don't like the fact the, that the map is killing pieces. The problem the problem is here that, that this ruling, this this bad, you know, it's a bad coincidence. Nobody designed, nobody was like, oh, there's a map coming out with open airspaces. Let's make it so they deploy like this and it'll screw their robins. You know, nobody was thinking that. People were thinking, oh, these stupid theme teams with all their giants, let's mess them up. But you're not messing them up at all, because they're the ones with plus 10. They're going to win map. They're never going on national air. It's the weirdo theme. It's the weirdo colossal squads that people, you know, the ones that don't have a theme that get jammed in the ear by this ruling, which is what the dumbest thing of all about it to me. It's like, whatever you think it's doing to solve a problem, it's not solving that problem. It's solving the oh, there's too much diversity in the meta problem. Let's let's shrink it a little bit, like the X Men problem, you know, like like the spear. It's reducing what's available to players, the pool that's available for them to play, and 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 making tournaments less fun. So well, I mean, Hawkeye and and monsters already make tournaments less fun right now. Oh yeah, you and mine too. You can add him to that list. Right. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you could say there, but at least you have to play the game. Hawkeye can miss. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, but the map doesn't even roll an attack. It's just like, okay, well, that's dead, and that's dead, and the... Yeah, oh, look, I'm up on points, and I never had to do anything other than win map roll and screw you. Yeah. Maps uh, never damage you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my I, opinion. I For say if the map makes an legal. attack. Uh, the, the, really, the problem with my, my... The whole my whole problem with the thing is is that we got a quote-unquote spirit ruling instead of explaining how it worked and it, I don't mind a spirit ruling what's wrong with a spirit ruling I just there should be you should fix the game mechanic that's wrong not just calling it a spirit and well, what is a, what the fundamental game mechanics are all just spirit choices in the first place I mean we all agreed that you can't automatically break away from plasticity because it's in the rules it's not there's I mean it's it's just a like, I don't see a difference between a spirit ruling and adding a new mechanic to the game to saying a new golden rule or a new silver rule or something like that to resolve an issue. Right. Well, also, I mean, we were completely for the spirit ruling of the Endless Combo team a couple years ago. So are we just now picking and choosing what spirit rulings we support and which ones we don't like? The ones that make sense. We're okay. Well, I mean, I don't think... I think, I think having an Endless Combo and never getting to act is a little worse than the map killing some of my pieces, but the map shouldn't kill my pieces. My opponent should have to do it. Right. That's just how I view it. Now, I, I understand what you're coming from. It it kind of throws a wrench into the staple stuff that's out there right now to where people got to think about that potentially being there, and it could have completely shifted the way you know people were playing teams or what they were putting on the teams. And that would have been... It would be healthy for things to kind of jumble up a little bit, but I don't think the map killing pieces is one of the results that should be making it better. I mean, the fundamental problem is with first turn immunity and how much stuff can get by first turn immunity. Um, right, which they, it should be nothing. It should be nothing, right? <laughs> right so, like, yep. you know, I mean, and then, that, but, you know what, like Every, everybody was okay. Everybody was up all up in arms about this map killing people. But nobody, nobody complained whenever Darwin deals unavoidable damage past first turn immunity. Everybody okay with that? <laughs> no, that shouldn't happen either. 
Because pick a power pieces are hateful, hateful things, and nobody cries for them. Yeah, I mean, mini shredders and Hawkeyes are hateful, hateful well, things, and nobody should cry for them. Well, this come about because I don't of cry for them either. Did the starting area read you call this? The starting area change did bring this to light. That, that is and wasn't that, wasn't that? And didn't that come about because of Tyler's team? So it is all Tyler's fault. It is all Tyler's fault. That is correct. Yeah. Just yeah, that's clarify. the funny thing is there's all this talk about <laughs> colossal swarms blowing out the game and changing the game, and really it was just one colossal swarm, and really only one guy knows how to play it right, apparently, because nobody else is playing it. Right. So, well, I mean, it's, it's nobody like obviously it, like, his thing. Like they, we've hey, tried. People, I, there's people been talk DJ on the team. Stuff. You know, people he, take people's thing. Right, but there's even been talk on the team like, well, maybe I'll just play whales, but like, I don't know. It's, it's just so Tyler's thing. I don't want to. I don't want to be a so much comparison. He's put so much time and effort into it. No, but he's just the best at it. That's just all there is. Right, he plays it exactly right. I mean, the guy. I don't know why he's not bored to death. I can't play the same team two tournaments in a row. So, so I think that uh, that leads us to a perfect segue into our Rock States prep. Um, so we, I have seen in a couple WKOs where whales have placed um, well. I know the puns all around. Um, <laughs> so uh, where whales have won and whales have placed well, so I think folks are catching on to it. And I think the important, my important advice there would be, is if you're not prepped for whales, whales will beat you. Because they clog up the front line and then all the retails on the back line. And so if you don't practice the Wales matchup and someone is playing that, or you're at a state that Tyler Spees is going to, um, you have to be prepared for it. I mean, you have to be prepared with an 11 click mini shredder, or 8 if you don't do penetrating damage. Uh, two whales with both with stop clicks and then a surter in the back line. Um, so, if you're not prepared for that sort of thing for states, uh, you probably should be. So, tip tip number one for states. Um, other than that, be ready for Hawkeye. Be ready for Grandmaster if you're going to the same states as Nate. Ooh, don't be ready for Grandmaster. Nobody's ready for Grandmaster. No, you can't get ready for Grandmaster. What's to get ready for? He sees you, you punch the guy that's next to you. You Don't worry. It's not that hard to prevent. Listen, there's there's a reason I've been playing Don't Die, and that's because I'm out of practice and have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I can afford to make stupid mistakes whenever I play Don't Die. It's like, oh, well, at least I'm not dead. That was really dumb of me. Yeah, you do at least do us the courtesy of playing it like a maniac and like attacking with don't die stuff. Once yeah. you're up on points, you still keep fighting for some reason, which is which is admirable. It gives the other person a chance. Oh, I would never try to just screw somebody. I'm just gonna, you know, it's like, well, it's gonna be hard for you to make up the points and come back, but they're out here. Come get them. <laughs> yeah, at states. Uni's going to be there, but what are you going to do to prep for Uni? you got to have a Cyclops on your sideline, and then that's about it. That you know, Just hope that he doesn't hit his rollouts. Black Panther. Yeah. How do you prep for Black Panther? You don't prep for Black Panther. You just have a lot of attackers and hope he rolls like crap? Yeah. yeah. Have a Cyclops on your sideline? 
Right. <laughs> yeah, so what we're Cyclops. saying is Cyclops is the key to states. With all the pre-Super uh, Senses and all the, su- all the Super Senses that's going to be happening over the next year, Precision Strike is going to be one of the best powers in the game for a while. Well, I mean, I think it already is, right? I mean, Black, mm-hmm. right. Black, Black Panther, Uni... But I think you're going to start, like, Star builders Fox. are going to say, I must have Precision Strike on the field with some range at all times. I mean, I've been playing Macari on Unimine for a while, so... Right, you got it. Yeah, that's that's nice. You don't pick it very often, I wouldn't guess, but you can if you need I to. I mean, Black Panther. Yeah. I mean, it comes down to a shape change roll and... Uh, you know, a six on senses twice, and just it's just if he hits it that time, then you just do it again. So, I mean, that's like the advice for Black Panther is, um, you know, I actually I actually did like Paris's advice um, in the yeah. com- in the comment thread um, right. today yeah, for this was uh, yeah. yeah I'll just I'll just kind of read it uh, if I can find it here. Uh, I don't want to misquote Paris. Where the heck is his comment? His comment was uh, "Play Felix Faust." Right. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. You got column A, which is Black yeah, Panther. I just don't see where his. It's under that. It's in that big uh, reply yeah. thread, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but who who was he replying to? Matt, wasn't it? Or... No. He was replying to someone else, I think. It was Josh Essex. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, yeah, 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 yeah. It was Josh Essex. The team formula? Yeah, it was Josh Essex's thread. I, I got it. Josh? You want me to read it? Yeah, no, I got it here. Uh, the how to build a team? How to build a team. A, choose 165 Uni Minor, 150 Black Panther. B, choose Lockjaw or Unseen, choose Lockjaw. Uh, add Groot, fill in the rest with a co- uh, any configuration of Groot Flora's Objects, ID cards, special terrains, and or a map bonus. Um, this formula will give you a pretty good matchup against pretty much anything. Which is true. Oh, True, true and ultimately boring. Yeah, I know. Send me back to the dentist. <laughs> Jesus, God, how awful. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I don't get mad. Well, there was a really interesting thread about people being lazy and god bless maddie and you know there's no there's no rule about what you bring to a meta event if you can win the event with it it's the right team for you to bring if it's full point goblin king if it's full point unimind there's nothing bad you can bring i don't i i make a lot of jokes about you know oh you got to build your own team or else you know forget that just the it's a meta event you got to show up you got to try to win um uh at at, at you know, at the same time, I do think that it's fun for certain players to to go to go off formula, um, and then certain players are just like, "What's the formula?" I mean, look how long it took Unimine to catch on, and Unimine pretty much from the get go was pretty clearly amazing. So people are very tentative to to jump on a new team. Maybe that's why. Maybe they, if they want to see somebody else win with whales before they really embrace it as a as a as an additional um, meta option going into various states events, you know. 
Well, it won the world. What else do you need? I know, but it won worlds. <laughs> Tyler won worlds with it. You know, I mean, nobody copied Isaac's team from Nats either, did they? No, I mean, I think pretty much everyone has copied Shredders with stuff. Right. And there, do you, you expect to see a lot of them at states? At every, you think there'll be a, a, a Shredder at every states? You know what? You know what's back big time is Samcap. Not back. She never left, but still omnipresent is Samcap um, and Skeets and Overdrive and that get across mm-hmm. the map, blast your best piece, top two kind of team. Yeah, the uh, I think the big things to think about that is if if Tyler's team does become more prevalent, which I'm kind of seeing that bubble come up is. Um, your transporter needs to have phasing. So in like the example where there's like uh, and what's been interesting is that uh, Isaac kind of showed this at Nats. Uh, Adam Freeman and um, Easton have kind of shown this in a couple of builds where Sam Cap doesn't need a dedicated transporter. Um, Ironheart uh, Star Fox, a giant girl, is just as good of a transporter as Overdrive is for a Samcap team. So I don't. I think the point there is you don't have to start your build by saying Samcap Overdrive. Um, you can include a few giant girls or just have Star Fox carry him out because uh, you know Star Fox will have a 15 movement and there's plenty of range stuff to reach the back of the map from there. Without a perplex into range. So, I mean, you have Star Fox carry up Sam Cap, and then Sam Cap calls out Cyclops and goes, you know, 13 for 4 and shoots something off the side of the map with Cyblast. But yeah, no, I agree with you, Nate. That's, uh, that's been a, that's been a big one for, uh, is Sam Cap coming back? Jason, is there I, anything in particular you're looking forward to playing at States? That I'm going to play myself? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm going to try playing the Sentinel team at some point. The which team? The Tri-Sentinel team. Yeah. With the uh, Doctor Stranges and uh, Sheriff Strange, I should say, and the Green Lanterns. Yeah, and... I love the mystical team. There's there's been two versions of that. There's the tri sentinel version and kind of the uh, hard barrier version. Um, mm-hmm. And man, I really like those teams. Uh, I really like the hard barrier version with just like two Stranges, an Al Jordan, yeah. and, and two Green Lanterns. I was playing with two Stranges and two Green Lanterns and Alex Wilder and three tri sentinels. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that if you've if you're expecting Hawkeye, then, like, if you for sure know someone's playing Hawkeye, like, drop the Tri-Sentinels and play an Al Jordan. And then you've just got a super good um, barrier team to stop Hawkeye. Then, I'm sorry, Dan. Yeah. No, go ahead, Nate. What, what did you, what, what did you I, I was just going to say, a team like that could benefit really nicely from the strategy that I've been using to stop Hawkeye, which is to call in, uh, you don't, the Tri-Sentinels, Tri-Sentinels at a 20 defense against Hawkeye are pretty nice, especially if you've got the boxing ring, although I don't know if the Tri-Sentinels want the boxing ring, but the Angel faculty ID to give ESD 
and the boxing ring. As a former Hawkeye player, that's the scariest uh, defense against Hawkeye. You can get shape change, and that's fine, but I'd rather not have to roll for an eight to hit your important. Yeah, I think the only thing I have with that is um, Hawkeye teams should probably be playing Harley. I mean, we Sam was playing Harley at um, mm-hmm. at Rock World Championships, and so that you can go plus five to your attack value and negate the uh, um, negate the boxing, the, the boxing ring. Yeah, so you're still back up to a fourteen. You know, if, your, your worst, yeah, your worst case is a fourteen on a twenty-one. But you're if you're doing that, you're not calling in Gene, so you're not getting your full board TK setup. I know, but you got to move up to get into the boxing ring. Uh, not. I mean, barely. You can do it turn one before he fires. That's for sure. Oh no! I'm I mean, why, why are we discussing this when Fat Spidey's going to win all fifty states? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. He's already I, mean, my heart. I wish I was going to states because I would play Fat Spidey's. He's number one in my heart. Right? <laughs> we we got a build ready to go. We just need somebody with the balls to do it. Share the share the build. I think Jason built it. I mean, want, you want to share it, Jason? Sure, why not? Okay, so it's, it's still being tweaked, but this is the the groundwork. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, um, I'll try. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, two fat Spider-Men, shifting focus Punisher, um, shifting focus Deadpool, Power Woman, the Gatling gun from the Punisher van, and a crap ton of ID cards. Hellion. And Hellion, yeah. Yep. That's a... So basically, yeah, yeah. So basically, you TK out, run down the board with Spider Man. He calls out. He brings the carries a, or moves the shifting focus character who shifts, and then they attack. We'll call it an ID card. Punisher can free pick up the Gatling gun and then just blast the shit out of everything. Yeah. yeah, and you can shift into the rocket launcher Punisher who uses yeah. the Gatling gun. Um, like the original build had the shifting focus Captain Marvel on it because she could. Uh, they could all go out. Deadpool could call an ID card. You stay with the charge, Captain Marvel, who gets prob, and then Deadpool has prob because all your callouts are going to be X Men. So you got double prob there uh, and a perplex, and then you can shift the Captain Mar- Captain Marvel into uh, the running shot one. Carry your fat Spidey with you for a PD, and then um, go ahead and you can triple target side blast. Um, like you could target one standard character and two colossals, assign all the damage to the standard character, and then the penetrating damage that happens after resolutions, as long as you hit the colossals, would kill the colossals without having to assign damage to them. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple different ways to play it. You have to, uh, I think we were discussing, you have to play a barrier because you can hit the back of the map against a Hawkeye team with the Punisher variant, but you don't have theme and you're going to need some way uh, cuz Hawkeye is probably going to get I don't think the Hawkeye player is going to waste their time and get destroyed just so that they can freaking kill a power woman. <laughs> Do you, you have know what I mean? Op- on what? On available. Nope. <laughs> That's why <laughs> that, I said it's going to take balls. Miss with Punisher. 
You do have you 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 have prob available for the X Men call outs or whatever. Right. Punisher but you also, also have, have like a couple PDs and Yeah. There's he has no, hoped to X Men call in that has prob, is there? The, you shift into dead into the Deadpool that has the prob for prob perplex for X Men. Oh, prob on your X Men guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right, like yeah. if you're gonna call out, uh, yeah, Punisher is more no, of a. Uh, there's no X Men that have a um, a printed prob. That's just right. like an awful lot of eggs to fire into a basket that could just go <laughs> with but one what if, bad roll. But what if? But what it if it hits? <laughs> oh, and the uh, you know I mean? the other thing, Nate, and you'll like this, is that the shifting focus punishers have the Marvel Knights trait, so they can take oh, yeah. they can take Superman ally from Power Woman. Power Woman, yeah, bus stealth, yeah, and you have it set up. So you have two PDs to knock out and help your attack value out there. And too. if you have anybody grouped, it's one of those teams that'll ruin people's day. But I wouldn't try to ride it through a seven round event. But it states. That's a seven states, is, states is notoriously a little bit lower attendance, a little bit more of a wide open <coughs> type meta. Like you see some wild stuff win, but you're like, whoa, there's no way that would have won like a regional or like a mega qualifier or something over here. But like wherever it was, like it just, I don't know how that won, but it won, you know? We just wanted to make a fat Spider-Man team that was at least half decent. It's I mean, a cool with idea. the Gatling, really yeah. I mean, it's like PJ was saying, you know, it's like with the Gatling gun and that Punisher's ability with the rocket-propelled grenades or whatever, you get to f- shoot at everybody that you can target with those rocket-propelled grenades. So it's like, here, you take four, everybody around, you take three or whatever. I mean, if you're going up against an Avengers squad and they don't see it, they're just going to get blown all to hell before they knew what happened. You know if they see Fat Spidey and Shifting Focus Punisher, they're going to start doing the math. There's still a lot of people that don't know. I mean, That's obviously, true. That's- obviously with us putting it out there and everything, they'll learn. But it's still a trick you can't stop because it's going to hit you from their side of the map to the, your side of the map. So, like, right? you have, like, <laughs> I guess you're going to spread apart. But it's got to have a barrier to try to fight Hawkeye, otherwise Hawkeye gets the first shot. So you're going to lose your Power Woman or he's just going to wait, but he can't really afford to wait unless he has Barrier as well. And like we were saying, Hawkeye builds aren't uh, notorious for throwing Iceman and stuff out there, so. Right. So It's fun. Yeah. Nate, did you uh, did you did you finish your uh, nightly duty there? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. My okay. children, your children are all in bed tonight. Snuggled with visions of sugar plums dancing in their heads or something like that. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's not allowed in Chicago. Sugar plums? <laughs> Didn't doesn't Chicago like ban sugar or something? Oh, uh, no, that's no, not, that's guns. We killed that. <laughs> No guns, unless you happen to know how to drive to Indiana, which is 20 minutes away. <laughs> it's, I mean, really, Chicago is literally on the border with Indiana when you leave the city limits going uh, southwest or southeast. Oh, that's like, um, there used to, there's a college here in Kentucky called Murray State. They just did really well in the NCAA tournament, um, you know, for a small school. Um they are right around the border with Tennessee, and they're a dry county. 
So the the college kids who are old enough will just drive into Tennessee and grab booze and then go back across the border with it. That's what exactly happens in Chicago. So yep. the, the gun ban doesn't do it here. <laughs> so but that's that's a song that's a song for a different podcast, I think. Yeah, <laughs> right, so yeah. so Nate, while we're talking about Chicago, let's let's talk about you. Yeah, let's talk about me. Let's what do you want to know? Um, so uh, first, it's kind of probably a generic question: How long you've been playing HeroClix, and what's your favorite HeroClix figure? I have been playing since the game rebooted, basically, um, which was right about. I guess Hammer Thor was the per, the the new set when I started, and uh, not uh, not coincidentally, my favorite piece is Thor Frog of Thunder, which I got in a God Pack. When they used to have God Packs, where you could get a Chase and four Super Rares in one booster. Um, nice. That was awesome. I pulled that in a King of the Hill event. It was nice. Really fun. Yeah. yeah. What's, uh, what's King of the Hill event? It's something they don't do anymore at the cons, where you used to, like, you'd have a one-on-one match with somebody, and if you won, it was sealed. And if you won, you could, they would give you another free booster, and you'd keep playing until you lost. Yeah, so... And and the and they'd keep track of who had the most wins at the table, and at the end of the weekend, the person with the most wins got the big prize for King of the Hill. Gotcha. Like you, you could lose and jump back in. It was a pretty fun yeah. event. It was, it yeah, every, I like every, it. Let's do it. Every game, you <laughs> opened a new booster. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. That'd like be the, fun. I do like the idea of opening a lot of boosters. Yeah. yeah, you probably would have dug it. Well, I don't know. It depends on how much you like the sealed set, I guess. But. Yeah. <laughs> if it was something like Mighty Thor, oh my gosh. Hammer Thor was pretty solid. Had Smoky Foot Cap in it. He was mm-hmm. pretty great. Ignored everything as long as he was outside. Common yeah. Thor. Oh, so good. Uh, Nightcrawler came out right after that with Web of Spider-Man, and he and Smoky Foot Cap together. Pretty cool combo. That kill box. I miss kill boxes. Right? That doesn't really exist anymore, does it? <laughs> no, unless you can figure out how to make Speed Freak work that's before exactly uh, what, that's exactly retirement. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, you just need to make Speed Freak work. <laughs> <laughs> or just bring all of the pieces that move everybody one square. Bring Enchantress, Mephisto, uh, Aqua, Aquaman, or King Aquaman, you know, and just scoot them over to your kill box. No, give him, give him flight, and then he can carry around Samcat and get that extra movement. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, I miss kill- I use killboxes are great. Get that piece and drop it into your four martial artists with twelve attacks. Oh man, that was fun. <laughs> Did you also have to walk up to heal both ways to go get your boosters? Yeah, it was it was it was and and uh, the sculpts were worse and then better and then worse and then and the new sculpts are pretty much better. But yes, the sculpts were hideous. Yeah. The early sculpts are horrible. Like yeah. they just look like melted clay people. They're they're just really really bad. Uh, they got kind of cool. Hammer Thor was actually pretty cool. So Arkham Island, that was cool. So Nate, are you familiar with uh, Mr. Chomps, our uh, nasty ass wrestling alligator? I am. Um, so Mr. Chomps wants to know: Would you rather wrestle Mr. Chomps, the nasty ass wrestling alligator, in a fight to the death? Or would you ha- would you um, rather play 
Unimind Lockjaw at the next competitive event you go to. <laughs> you know, I uh, it's a uh, time to win something, so I guess I'd rather play Unimind and Lockjaw than than wrestle an alligator. Let's face it; I know my limits. I would. Oh my gosh! See, I would have totally been like, "Would you rather wrestle an alligator or be for be forced to agree with Warren Jin on all politics?" Oh, I'll fight, fight that alligator. <laughs> Bring the Get alligator. The <laughs> uh, yeah, see, that's, uh, that's why we don't talk about politics on our Hero Clips podcast. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know anything about politics. I'm, I'm, on a, I'm, I'm poorly, poorly informed. Let's keep it. So, yeah, so Nate, uh, I mean, it's kind of a... Uh, You've been our uh, first guest in a while that actually hasn't won a uh, major event yet. I know that's uh, that's funny, isn't it? Like like I have Ow. a owl. Huh? Ow? Ow? That's like no, a... no, no. It's, it, <laughs> it has struck me as funny as well that people sort of listen to what I say even though I haven't won anything, and I think it's because I'm a builder first and a pilot second. That conversation has come up recently, and I think my builds have been interesting, and some of my builds have won stuff. I just wasn't using them at the time. Yeah, it's not meant to be an owl thing. It's just no, uh, no. I didn't. I I didn't take any offense at it. Um, no. I appreciate it, but I, I do think it has a lot to do with the fact that I just talk a lot. You know, I, I I'm happy to chime in. I'm a friendly guy. I travel a lot. I talk to a lot of people, and I usually finish in the top eight, even if I can't. Get get that top uh, seat uh, claimed. I, I usually usually Patrick does not have to cut me open when I get back to Chicago. Yeah. So your your guys' thing is, and I didn't understand this for a while. Like, uh, so if you don't make the cut, you get cut. And I thought for a while it was just mean you just got cut from the team. But actually, well, your your teammate uh, Pat actually cuts you with a knife. Right. He he stabs me. Yeah, stabs me or cuts me. It depends on how badly I finished, yeah. And same for him. He gets the same treatment, you know. He doesn't play as often, so the opportunity... I was about to say, I haven't heard from him for a while. Is he okay? <laughs> well, you know, when he lost in that roll-off to Matty G in Wisconsin, let's just say the uh, uh, we weren't very happy with his performance. <laughs> yeah, we had a that be one of the worst Italian impressions I've heard in a while, Nate. That wasn't Italian. That was, um, I was choking on a, on a peanut. <laughs> he, he was trying. Uh, yeah. He tried. Right. Yeah, do you get points for trying here? Obviously, yeah. 10,000 points to Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people call my son. His name's Griffin. They call him Gryffindor? Yeah. Yeah. So that's another fun fact. I've never watched a, um, I've never watched a Harry Potter movie or read a book. Holy shit! <laughs> I have read books, just not Harry Potter. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he said he hadn't read a book. Yeah. Yeah. That would explain a lot, probably for a lot of people. But <laughs> things I've never done. Dan only needs one book, and that's the comprehensive rules book. Yes. Well, no, that and that and the hardcover Iron Point. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> collection. Oh my god, dude! I 
I wish I had been on because y'all did not harp enough on the fact that he literally was like, this is where you're wrong. Like, double down on his wrongness. Like, we were the idiots. Well, that's why you should have made the 100th episode, Dave. Well, I'm sorry. I'm a terrible person. All right. I accept your apology. Yeah. Now we can move past it. Maybe. Um, I just I'm looking forward to good teams at states that are unique maybe some of Nate's builds I'm looking forward to the next wave of meta I'm looking forward to retirement so that I can stop seeing some I mean Unijaw is still going to be there and, and so will some other things but other things will be gone I, I I wish people would dig deeper into what's out there already and, and and play the really cool stuff that's not been tried out yet. I I, I mean, there's a lot of untested uh, stuff that could be game-changing, and if somebody brought it to Nats... Well, the problem really... is, is like, and not to just to interject there, Nate, it's, it's one mm-hmm. of those things, like, if you look at Nats, right... And maybe a larger field would be okay, but if you look at an event that me or you would have to go to, or any of us on the podcast in the region, uh, within this region here, if you go to an event and you want to win, like you're you're pretty set on wanting to win, yeah, you, you have yeah. to plan on being able to beat Tyler Spees and his mini shredder, right? You have to plan on beating one of the Clickstaff, uh, playing yep. Uni Mind Lockjaw. Matt um, playing whatever he's going to beat you with. Yeah, and someone playing Hawkeye. PJ. Um, playing. PJ playing something and PJ being PJ. I'm um, just going to go to Idaho, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, ain't, ain't no chance of finding any of them dudes in Idaho. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and it's... <laughs> There's and the and secret. It's, you want to win states, go to Idaho. Yeah. And it's not like trying to toot our own horn, right? It's just... The, the accomplishments speak for themselves, right? You're talking about a three-times world champion, a national champion, uh, multiple WKO state champions, um, all within, you know, uh, five, six hours of where where I'm sitting right now, and it's not an easy field. Right, but, unless you're in Idaho. Right, but I, I, I Idaho's think... 24 <laughs> hours away, Dave, but yes. I think it's the I'm getting in a plane for... now. I don't know. I, I I happen to think that the, the I, I know the proven meta is finite, but the unproven meta is not infinite but huge. And I think if people were willing to dive into it, they would find that they could ride it further than they could ride Unijaw. So um, I guess here's the here's the question then, then Nate. Then this is an interesting point. Uh, so would you? risk your nationals run on a team that if it loses map to hawkeye it loses uh would i risk my nationals team your nationals run your nationals run no certainly not i would i would have to account for everything in the meta yes but i don't see why where that means i have to play something that's already been established you can do that with a new team too yeah, but does I mean I think you got to think I mean, does that new team 
have a good chance against you know all these other things too. Just because it deals with Hawkeye doesn't mean that it deals with everything else. But I I feel like I've already played played two new teams this year that can do that, and I think that there there's millions more. You just gotta just I mean I I think it's people are tentative and they want to they want especially people. I mean David doesn't have a lot of time to practice. And he said it, you know, like, I want to know I can stick it in, stick in there and, and compete in games, even though I haven't had time to practice and build the perfect team. I want to be able to compete. I want to play Don't Die. And that's, mo- you know. Yeah, yeah. Most people don't have the time to do that. They don't have the time to sit there and figure that out. And they don't get to sure. go to that many events. So they take what they sure. know is going to work. No, I don't know if anybody plays as much as I do except PJ as far as traveling around our area, you know. I go all over the place. I play almost every weekend at some some event somewhere, and so yeah, I, my free time with uh, with my current living situation is fantastic. So yeah, I think uh, me, you, and PJ definitely travel the most. I think I've that's true. Yeah, traveled. you're almost always playing something every weekend. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and that I mean, and that that's a huge advantage. I mean, that's a, when you've seen. You know, getting to see Adam Friedman pilot a SAMCAP team, getting to see a Black Panther team on the map two times in an event, you know, that's, you can hear about it on a podcast, but there's something to playing against it on a map and seeing what it really, like, I've told people a million times what the Grandmaster team does, and nobody believes me until I do it to them, and then they're like, oh, yeah, it does work. So speaking of that, how many rounds did you get to promote Mangog last weekend? Four of the seven. And two of them I didn't even try, and one I failed. Why didn't you so, try any other two? Well, just because you didn't need to? I won, with, I won before it was necessary. I was able, uh, Skyscraper Wonder Woman is occasionally a better retaliator than Mangog. I mean, situationally, especially if, like, if he's got Colossals and he hides his little guys behind the Colossals, then Skyscraper Wonder Woman hitting everything within two of her target doesn't need line of fire so uh she's a better choice and in those games that was one uh one opponent flew out of the uh starting area and up to mid map before i could man you know on, on bottom of turn one so man got good and retaliated and pulled the sword anyway so i just sat on him but i i did pull the trick off i got people to punch a puffin seven out of seven games Nice. Yeah, that was exciting. So if you'd faced a bunch of thrill killer robins and angels that all have stealth, you would have uh, been really sad? You know, um, I'm going to win map, and the stealth is sparse in the Iceberg Lounge, and it's, it's you know, like you can't get from one patch of it to another patch without spending a little time out in the open. So you can't hide forever, angels and robins. And you sure as hell aren't going to shoot me from there. So, I didn't even look at the results. Are you using the 75-point Grandmaster? Yeah. And just making them punch making them, things making that them are punch just kind of bleh, and then mangogging them? No, I'm making them punch the puffin that you get for the Iceberg Lounge map. Mm-hmm. And then retaliate on them? Yeah, and then mangog them, usually. That, yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. Mangog with the with the 12 attack, with the prob on it from Grandmaster, and then he pulls the sword. <laughs> it's like, oh, did you think you were uh, having a punch-in contest with a puffin? Right. <laughs> right. Wrong. <laughs> you get to kill this bird, and here's Manga. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it, it works every time, and it's um so far. I mean, people people will. I mean, Patrick will solve it first because he I, he plays against it constantly. Um, he's already figured out how to not lose on turn top of two um, against it, but uh, but yeah, that's when it happens. It's top two, so you don't even really if you equip stuff, then forget it. You're screwed. You better you better run. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love that you're making Mangog even better. <laughs> That's the funny thing. I'm like, it's a Grandmaster team, and people are like, it's a Star Fox Mangog team. <laughs> no, it's a Grandmaster team. He, he's important. He is. He is. He's essential. Yeah, I mean, the team wouldn't work without him, right? Bro, of course not. No. No. It's not enough just to have Star Fox and Mangog. you got to have a way to make them trigger Mangog, because... People aren't stupid. It's too bad I can't use a uh, fat Spider-Man with Mangog. <laughs> yeah, there was a ruling on that recently, wasn't there? He can only if, do if he's placed by any effect that's not his own. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, because Fat Spidey would be great to pull Mangog across the map. Come on, buddy. <laughs> if he could pull Colossus across the map, that'd be great. Yeah. Oh, can he not do it to them? Okay. No, only standard characters. Ah, uh, gotcha. I haven't been paying that much attention. That's why I play Don't Die. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, let's, uh, let's switch on to Rebirth Street. Um, I... Is that, is that next, is that parallel to Danny's Street? Um, that's parallel to, um, it's, uh, the Ultra Chase in this set could have been Jesus. <laughs> Now we have to rely on Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler is not making Jesus. I have no idea what he is making because he is holding very strong to his uh, uh, NDA, his, which is a good. I was man. about to say NDR or DNR. <laughs> his DNR. Oh, Do not resuscitate. <laughs> no, we had. Uh, it was funny that we had a. Uh, we had a guy, there was a guy that I don't I didn't catch his name, but he posted a, uh, a a Jesus dial. Yeah, I saw it. And uh, I sent it to the guys, and I'm they, y'all. I got I got Tyler for like a hot minute. He was like, "Is this in the set?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude. The set name's Rebirth." <laughs> you know anybody else that was reborn? Yeah, I'm like, come on now. Jesus is in the set, and he's you know, he's he's um. He's canon in DC, so... That's right. He is DC canon because the Phantom Stranger is Judas. Right. Did you know that, Nate? I did not. (laughs) Yeah. The Phantom Stranger is Judas, therefore Jesus has to be DC canon. Well, I mean... Has to? He has to be because, like, um... Like, the part of the Phantom Stranger's lure is that, you know, like, oh, he has to make up for betraying Jesus. It was huh? the, the, the betrayal, the, the betrayal with a kiss that made him Phantom Stranger. Yeah, and there's literally a power on the old card. Um, let me look it's, him up real uh, quick on Realms. The third, it's two of them. There's th- it's 30 pieces of silver. Is yeah, there you straight, go. And then the other one is destined to betray. Yep. Nice. You learn something today. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and literally, and his, and then his other one, the chase one, has uh, "I walk with the lamb." I walked with the lamb. Yep. Yep. One above all. 
The one above all click. Alright. So, things that are actually in Rebirth. So we'll do our full set... Re- <laughs> <laughs> we'll do our full set review uh, after pre-release, but before launch, after we have some time to play with them. Um, it's one of those things... You know, I don't really like to just... Oh, this dial looks a certain way, or whatever... Um, I mean, some things stand out, so that's what we want to talk about, is things that are, that are standing out. So uh, let's just kind of round robin um, and talk about kind of the one piece that stands out to us from the previews so far. Uh, Nate, what's, uh, what's yours? Uh, honestly, uh, I nothing has jumped out at me as being something that I'm excited about building with. Uh, so I will have to play with it before I have a really good answer about what stands out. Everything seems like it, it would die relatively easily to a lot of the, like to Unimind. Um, so if I'm going to drop 125 points on something, I need it to not die to a strong psychic blast, you know? Right. So I have not. I haven't seen anything. I apologize. There's nothing in the set that's that's blowing my mind. What did you? Do you have your quote that you said uh, <coughs> from this from before we started recording? The the quote that I said before we started recording. Yeah, if, if it doesn't have massive values and interest. Oh yeah, then, yeah. If there's, there's basically three things that I'm looking for in a piece. It's got to have a power that nothing else can do, like Grandmaster, or it's got to have stats like through the roof. Uh, or it's got to have uh, a, a stop click at least, if not several stop clicks, before I can even really consider putting it on a team. Uh, you know, unless it's a, unless it's a filler. Before I can consider, before I start thinking about building around it, at least. You know, before I start thinking of it as a central sort of a piece. If I'm going to drop seventy five points on it, it better have one of those three things. I think. Um, yeah, that's my. That's my thought, and I'm not seeing... I mean, Mr. Oz is interesting. I haven't given it enough time to to really let it sink in. Black Manta is interesting. Um, so since, but, you, uh, since you mentioned Black Manta, let's... I've heard him a few times saying that he is good. Um, he can make water. That's nice. Is he a super rare or a rare? Super rare. Super rare black. He's never, he's never fifty four. Fifty four. Let's see why he's good. He Power. can pop around the map within his own water squares, which is nice. So he can he can he has a really big swing. So he he generates power. He power generates up to four water markers, uh, and then free if occupies water terrain. You may place him into a square of water terrain within five squares. So that's neat. He can make the uh, poison can... dart thing. Did you see that? The when Black Manta hits with a range attack, give each and he's got energy explosion. Give each hit character a poison dart marker. And when he uses poison, characters with a poison dart marker are considered adjacent. So forget getting away from him. You're getting poisoned forever. <clears throat> I assume as long as you got hit once. That seems pretty good. Right, and then he's got energy shield deflection and vulnerability and willpower. So those things are I like all of those things, but I think where he falls apart is his keywords, right? So so to be able to pull off any of those things, he's gonna have to be on a theme team. I mean, I guess yeah. he could I guess he could be on a random team, right? Like TK out Black Mana Energy Explode, 
Giant girls. I I would I would do something like that for sure. Yeah, I think it can be played outside a theme. But yes, keywords are terrible. I mean, they're neat. They're fun for casual. Yeah, they're yeah. And and if and if ATAs were still legal, uh, then give me you know that Legion of Doom ATA is hilarious. Oh, the, um, all my teammates are useless. Yeah, yeah, that would be great for him. Bump yeah. his damage up to a five, and and then send him up. Yeah, and then the I mean I like the Injustice League stuff. I mean, there's lots of fun stuff there. I just don't think I see it. I mean, if he generated water and he was an animal to get some King Shark action going on, right? Um, he just needs to augment something too. I, I don't know if he's enough. I don't think he does enough to build around. No, I, I don't. I don't think so either. And his stats aren't good enough. Seventeen defense is not great. 11 attack is like the bare minimum for my primary attacker, but that's pretty low. And 3 damage is not scary to anybody. Yeah. Even if he themed with uh, Big Tonys. Right. <clears throat> Just not happening. That'd be hilarious. So, uh, what do you, what's your pick, Jason? Um, Just a fun piece to play with. Uh, I don't know. I kind of like Starfire on the 50-point line. Oh man, she's so good once Hawkeye retires. Right. Now, everyone says I is, do you like her at 100 or 50? At 50. Yeah, I do like her at a 50. Um, I mean, a, a cosmic a keyword, seven range, running shot, pulse waiver with a stop click that gives you charge flurry and four damage and battle Hyper- theory. Hypersonic energy explosion? Yeah. That's uh, good. But I think that um Two fifty-point corianders beats one one-hundred-point coriander. The old Wolverine thing. Yeah, that's you're pretty much right. Yeah, like fifty-point Wolverine is you know three fifty-point Wolverines are better than a hundred and fifty-point Wolverine. Right. Oh, which I'm just going to go ahead and add this in as a sentence. Um, uh, during WrestleMania weekend, which is April seventh, we will be live streaming. Uh, six Wolverines versus five Daredevils. So, nice. Look nice. Six, they already conquered the six Ha oh, Jokers. Two the the Daredevils are are done. <laughs> Too many attacks. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think they'll they'll beat them. Yeah. So we're gonna do that uh, uh, that weekend of uh, WrestleMania on April seventh. So we don't have a states that day, so. Um, but no, I, I like the Starfire boy. You know, it's just it's just solid, uh, and she's power cosmic, right? So, uh, right. And, she's... If, and if you play two of them, they can Titans heal each other off their stop clicks, and. Uh, well, she yeah, she's got everything. She checks all the. She's got solid stats. She's got amazing power set, and she's got a stop click. That's a. That's a very playable... That's a piece that just isn't going to die to anything except, as you said, Hawkeye. Yeah. Very easy. Um, now, the um, the only thing I think that she's missing, right, because I can always complain about something, I suppose, um, is I wish she had improved targeting hindering. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, false wave gets around a little bit. Uh, not on uni. No, true. Yeah. I, Nate, I'm wanting things that are that are able to beat Uni, and I'm not getting them. 
Well, oh, that's because uni's broke, but... Uni doesn't have... <laughs> uni, I mean, you know, uni is... Uni is the most complete, self-contained 165 points maybe ever in the game. Like, there's nothing that handles itself the way that Uni handles himself, and he's so hard to kill, and there's no easy answer except for Surtur, and even that's not an easy answer, because most Uni players are pretty good about... Green Arrow, there's, you know, you can use your super senses and your shape change against him, so he seems less exciting. And Mastermind, if I could ever get that Eternal that I want. No, no, we're good. (laughs) I mean... There's just no weak. He he doesn't have a bad matchup. The at worst he's got like a fifty fifty matchup. Yeah, I mean he has bad matchups against uh, uh, whales and um, uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, I guess the spear maker. But does the whale team have any outwit? It doesn't need it. It just needs to hit him once, and then he's dead. <clears throat> if they can get one hit off on him then he's pretty much toast. Because they'll just ping him to death with Mini Shredder. I mean, I've just had that happen too much. Right. I mean, if they can roll, if they can roll, if they can roll the 8 or the 10 once past a re-roll, then you're, you're hosed. I did have a team that I was going to bring to one of your events, Dan, that was just expressly designed to beat Unimind. Uh, it had uh, the old Earth X cap on it for the mind control protection and the leadership trick. It had Darwin on it. It had uh, let's see, a couple of Surters and uh, and then something with the battle, the blood axe. Oh, Wolverine with the blood axe. No, not Wolverine with the blood axe. Somebody with precision strike with the blood axe. Oh, Raphael with the blood axe. Oh, man. Um, the uh, the 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 uh, reset token Raphael the starter set Raphael oh, the, new... the the quarter one yeah mm-hmm. so so he can't just be one shotted on his approach uh, that was my but I don't it couldn't beat other things but it could beat Unimind pretty pretty regularly but it couldn't beat other things yeah um there's no answer to that that's the problem <laughs> Dave what's uh, what's your rebirth piece uh, I like Raven. I think uh, Monsters getting pretty good. I know it's about to take a hit with the Shredders going away. Mystical is kind of on the uptick, and she's a good taxi for them with great support powers. Yeah, um, I like her too. Phasing Teleport, yeah. Stealth, Passenger 3, but only to carry, carry characters to share a keyword, regardless of flight. That's a big one even though a lot of them aren't flying. And then she got perplexed probability control and support. So I just think she's um, a good taxi. I don't know, did Mystical have, like, a dedicated taxi before? Yeah, I mean, you've got... Not, not really. really. you got really, not really... Yeah, I mean, you got the, the two, the Raven that's retiring, that places, and then the Nightshade. Right, but they're not taxis. They only just bring one person up with them, right? Right, yeah. So it's Yeah, I mean, she's like taxi. a... Right, yeah, she's a true taxi with good support powers. Is that and she's uh, hard to pop from range because she's got a seventeen ESD and she has stealth. So, 
It's funny when you say taxi, you mean multi-figure taxi because you like I. I'm oh yeah, yeah, my taxi. bad. I, that's what I mean. Yeah, it, it just seems like the best taxis these days are multi-figure taxis. No, I think like, I think to be able to move a swarm around with a theme is. I mean, if you're going to go to a theme team, then you want to be able to carry more than one figure for sure. Right. Yeah. So what you're saying uh, is that Raven carrying two Venom caps is uh, is your go-to here. It could be fun. I, I mean, she's got the keyword for it. I do think that that new Teen Titans trick is pretty amazing. Uh, oh, they're moving free one or free after you move. Holy cow! That's yeah. a trick. I don't know. I just think she's got good keywords and does cool things. Um, you know what I mean? Like she does sort of what Pip does, except for the death trait thing. But she's a better support piece than Pip. Yeah, for only 10 more mm-hmm. points. I agree with you. Yeah, for only 10 more points. So. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Imagine carrying some. Uh, is there going to be a narrow time where she's playable before retirement? Yes, the the month of yeah. May. Yeah. Imagine and how annoying she's going to be whenever you, like, put some green lanterns with her. Yeah, carry up the. Carry up, the, uh, <laughs> carry up Wallman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, her carrying uh, four JW Green Lanterns. That sounds well. Awesome. She can only do three. Yeah, yeah, three of but, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that could still be fun. Yeah, I like it. So I think we would be remiss with uh, without if we don't talk about President Rickard. Um, yeah, he's cool. He, actually, that's yeah, he's my favorite. I don't know what I'm thinking. He's my favorite. You're right. Yeah, so I think there's there's a couple of things that I like about him, um, and I mentioned this as soon as he was previewed. Uh, which, by the way, congratulations to uh, Jose um, with, for winning 2016 Mex- Mexican Nationals um, and selecting this team for us. I know they don't get to have any part of the uh, dial design, but uh, thanks for picking this guy. Um, the The big thing that he has that I really like is that he's a problem solver. And the problem is, is that there are themes without leadership that need leadership. And... He gives that to you. Um, now, there's actually themes where he can take out the leader. He can replace the leadership and help up your theme. Um, I personally actually like him on the Hawkeye team. Now, with a caveat. Old Man Cap can call out IDs. It gives you an outwit. Um, and it's and a perplex. And, well, uh, President Rickard... Pushes into perplex, so it's yeah. completely lost. Uh, but his leadership is um, better in general because you can untoken your entire team. Um, and assuming that you have an opposing team to untoken, um, there is that caveat. Um, but he does it on a four through six instead of a five six. So you can potentially make your team go every turn. Oh, I, I'm i going to take this token off of Hawkeye, and uh, I'm going to remove this token from your Puffin. <laughs> from your Pog that right. you just got with your map bonus. Right. Joe, so you're walking wood. Puffin has an eight attack. <laughs> Puffin's dead. Can I... As soon as that Hawkeye gets unclear. I... The uh, there are some soldiers that show up here that I do think I do think the soldier keyword gets a boost, and someday, someday I will build an in cap 
soldier team around Captain America principled. And I think this the Deathstroke, the uncommon Deathstroke, would have to be on. Wasn't there a guy who made a splash with a complete, like, Super Friends team? Yes. Yeah, do, do they all have the Justice League keyword, or is it just Super Friends? <coughs> Both. Okay, so there's a lot of new Justice League stuff that you can plug and play in here. Actually, maybe they don't have the Justice No, League. I don't think they all have... Uh, they don't all Okay, have I just didn't know. I Batman figured some of them would probably the have it. Yeah. Yeah, Hawkman. Hawkman has it. No, I take that back. They do all have Hawks Justice League. Yeah. yeah, they all. Yeah. yeah, okay. They do. So, yeah. so there might be. Uh, you know, I'm not really sure how it worked. I was just happy that it did well. But like I said, there's some Justice League stuff in here they might be able to plug and play. Like Billy Batson. Yeah, uh, I like giving 20 points for Perplex. That, that team beat me and Pat. Both of us. Yeah, I mean, Dave, <laughs> the, the way that team worked, it was actually a hard barrier team. Um, oh, was it? Yeah, he would win map. Just build on Apache Chief and, and then Flash, yeah. yeah oh, would just make Apache Chief really big? Yep. <laughs> Hide behind barrier, double barrier, build Apache Chief to massive, massive in an indoor map, and then quake from 14 squares away, and then double. Yes. <laughs> Jason, why didn't you do that? I don't know. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> yeah, that's good. awesome. That's good. But yeah, I do like uh, I do like Billy as well, and that's a that's a good one. Billy's also mystical too. Yep. With a stop click, yeah. so there's your there's your stop click. Yeah. I also enjoy that there are outsiders in this set. It seems there's there's a good amount of outsiders TA going out. Um. You know, it's it's always a super useful, and it seems like it comes comes back every couple years. You know, um, but it's always been super useful as far as team abilities go, and underappreciated, really. Yeah. So let me ask. Uh, so we asked uh, Aaron Morgan had asked about Black Mana. We we talked to him a little bit, um, and then we've talked a little bit about William. William Sanders asked about Teen Titans. Uh, so the last piece that I think we got a couple questions here to answer for that is the super rare Deathstroke a meta piece or does toughness and no rollouts not cut it uh no (laughs) yeah you gotta kind of have a rollout at this point yeah so he's got what basically got the uh, speed force trait where he can move and hit and give a speed token um, so you can use things like EE, but 150 points for not a lot. Why would I just play Black Panther at 150 points instead of this? Alright, <laughs> on to the next question. Um, and then Alex Kuzd asked, um, Nate, have you found anything that's going to work with uh, Thrill Killer Robins in Rebirth? No, not yet. Not yet. None of the Batman family stuff is is has caught my eye, except maybe Prez. Yeah, he can be anything you want him to be. Honestly, yeah, no, I mean Prez could be great. Although I already have taken token off tricks on that team, but I would still it would be. I would never have a token on a Robin, that's for sure. Yeah, and I, and I also think the eighteen defend is relevant. Um, sure. Um, I mean, like on the Avengers team, I mean that makes Hawkeye <clears throat> a twenty-one. Pretty pretty consistently. 
um, on off turns. Um, you know, and giant girls are a 20 to punch. Um, you know, yeah. in, gen- in general. I mean, that's just uh, your... Uh, 18 your... defense is fantastic, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I hate 17 defense. That's the worst. Yeah, I mean, it's not a 20 defend, right? A 20 defend would be better, but... Oh, there was a 19 on, on the old Jakeem Thunder. Right. Um... So let's see. Did we get any other rebirth uh, section questions in here? Uh, nope. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about X Men: The Animated Series, which is being colloquial known as uh, X Taz. The Dark Phoenix Booster Breakdown. So, uh, oh God, yeah, it's going to be epic, dude. I'm so looking forward to this one. Uh, I'm not. Why? <laughs> why? Dude, it's awesome. Dude, I literally just like. I hate X Men metas. They're oh so God, I love it. Boring. I love it. It's the same. We just like had X Men dominate for like the last year, like. Why more X Men? It's so stupid. Dave, we get like give me something new. We just got done with X Men. Dave, we are. They're still around. We're gonna get something new. We're gonna get colossal X Men. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm finally gonna get my X Men Retaliator. Yeah, we're finally gonna get cheap (laughs) X Men to make their theme better. It's like whenever we were drowned in Batman stuff. Like, get no, go away. Wow, this is way better. Get the Batman stuff away. Get the X Men stuff away. No, well, it's not. All right, here's the set breakdown. 80 figures. Yay. It's X-Men War of Light. Shoot me now. <laughs> oh, gosh. 12 I'm comments. sorry. It's not a question set, Dave. Yeah. 12 <laughs> commons, one prime. 12 uncommons, one prime. 10 rares, one prime. 10 super rares, one prime. 6 chases. 10 uncommon 2x2s with a prime... A prime two by twos. Oh my god, I'm losing my shit. Ten... You're losing your money, is what you're losing. Yeah, whatever. Ten rare by <laughs> ten rare two by twos with a prime, and five super rare two by twos with a prime. So we're getting a total of uh, twenty eight colossals in this set. <sighs> oh dear lord, Sentinels out the ass. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I mean, I think from like a from like a the army builder guys, they are just gonna love having uh, cheap uh, sentinels to play with. Like, how fun is that to do in a gold yeah. game with some master mold? Oh yeah, once they give us a new master mold, they might. They might. It's very possible. Oh my god, to go Dave, with I, the new sentinels. I didn't even think about that, Dave. Oh man, Dave, I'm getting giddy now. Well, of course, there's, there's got to be a new Master Mold with all these Colossals. I mean, you would think. that. Yeah. See, now that I could get behind, right? I could get behind a bunch of, like, <laughs> him making a crap ton of Colossals. It's like, oh, that's cool. Your Iron Man makes Pogs. I make giant Colossal pissed-off Sentinels. Was uh was Master Mold on the animated series? Yes, he yes. absolutely yep. was. Mm-hmm. They, they captured him, and he was uh, inside of, like, a giant dam. And, uh, yeah, cranking out sentinels. Mm-hmm. 
All right, you know what? I'm starting to sway my opinion because it is the animated series. But my main thing is just, uh, I'm just so sick of X Men. You know, you want at to least like, you know what? Cool. It'll bring new X Men. Yeah. You know, at least I won't be looking at the same ID card options over and over and over again. Maybe somebody will throw something else out there. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I was, so I went through the Wikipedia page, like the official one for the X Men series, not some Iron You Man. sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Because <laughs> I just wanted to see all of the, uh, all of the colossals that there could be. Um, so I'll just run down the, my thoughts here. Uh, we know that we're getting a Colossal Dark Phoenix. You get the regular Phoenix. You get the Master Mold. You can get an Apocalypse. You can get a Juggernaut. Um, yeah, we better get a Colossal Juggernaut. We can get a uh, Blackbird Terrain Dial. Um, and We're getting Shadow King, Nimrod. Uh, oh, yeah, those were in the, uh, the previews, right? Right. Yeah. How about a Colossal Mojo? Yeah, that was in there too. That's right. Yeah, apocalypse. That hasn't been previewed, but I just said that that would, could be a thing. Yeah. What apocalypse? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I figured if they're going to make a colossal, maybe we'll get a new onslaught. I don't. I don't know if he was in the animated on, series. I don't remember onslaught being in the animated series. I could be wrong though. I don't um, think he was. But what if we get Wolverine in his jeep? Oh my gosh! Oh my! Or Cyclops riding his motorcycle. Oh, oh yeah, there I, you go. I hadn't even thought about this yet, Dave. <laughs> oh, there Listen, you go. I'm just nerding out over here. What if we get like just a really bad ass sculpt, and it's not a colossal? It's just a two by two based Magneto with a bunch of scraps and stuff flying around him. That's pretty cool. That would look cool. It'd be highly breakable, but it would look sweet. Thank so like you. the old one with like the lightning and crap and like the car doors and stuff, but like actual like just a bunch of it. There was a two by two uh, clown prince of crime, Joker. There was yeah. nothing, there was nothing big about him or anything, but he had a two by two base for some reason. Right. And yeah. then there was like the Batman and Catwoman and the Spider Man. Like right? The Spider Man oh. that had the cityscape behind him from the That's right. He Fantasy was number fifteen. Right. Yeah. Those are those buy by the brick figures from way back. Yeah. You know what? They're just gonna piss everybody off and bring back team bases. Dave, <laughs> did you did you did you know that there's also a summer OP X Men set? Yeah, because that's what we need more more X Men. <laughs> I just I just want a good Magneto. You mean besides the like past four Magnetos we've gotten that are all good? Uh, the only good one was the Age of Apocalypse one. The rest were debatable. The free running shot one was great. Nah. Uh, <laughs> one Once per game running shot. Woo! I'll just pay 50 points for something that has running shot all the time. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just I like... Don't, I don't believe uh, you. I don't Magneto <laughs> Realist was good. Magneto, Magneto Realist is good. Um, uh, debatable. <laughs> How come nobody plays him if he's good? Because people are lazy and they don't play the crazy stuff. They play the established stuff. We already talked about this. <laughs> I'm just saying. They're, also like, not, they're not necessarily lazy. They just may not have time. Yeah, no, lazy is the wrong word. And, 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 and the good point came up, yeah. It's not laziness, but people are, are, are tentative because they don't have a lot of time to test, uh, mm -hmm. to try out anything that hasn't been proven by someone else. 
Yeah. But I'm not saying, I think there's a Magneto realist team out there that could win. Maybe with uh, an Avengers Hulk. Um, the, the free Quake Hulk. Getting a free move from Magneto, that's a thing. Why don't you just play him with, like, Cap Resilient, then? Yeah. That's, a, that's even better. Yeah. yeah. Wait, like, aren't like they both title, title characters? Yeah, you can't do two title characters. No, you play Hulk with the Captain America. The oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, that's already being done, but I'm saying you could also do it yeah. different ways, yeah. Worst way, okay. No. <laughs> I, I just reserve... How about this? I reserve judgment. I'm a little irked that it's just more X-Men. Um... You know, because they're just X-Men on everything right now, so. I just want to shake things up, man. To me, my mutants. <laughs> there are no X-Men right now, Dave. It's all Hawkeye. Hawkeye. I played a kid. Hawkeye. Yeah, but the Hawkeye still has X-Men on the side to call out. and That's, called, that's all there is. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's X-Men on every single competitive team because every call out is a stinking X-Men. Except for the ones that aren't, like Joker and Harley. Right, but I mean, you're looking at, what, like, eight IDs as compared to, like, a butt-ton of IDs and a lot more meta options out of the X-Men stuff, so... There's, like, one good Harley worth calling out. <laughs> mm, two, but yeah. What were, did you have something you were going to say, Nate? Um, no. Okay. I, I recall what it was. All right. So, all right, we still got our last segment of the night, um, and that's our uh, listener questions. So, we are super excited about Re Rebirth, but uh, we are even more excited about X-Taz. So. Uh, it needs a, needs a better abbreviation. I don't like that. All right, all right. Dark Phoenix Saga, whatever. Um, Zach Strong asks you, Nate, uh, you always seem to come up with creative teams. What is your thought process when building? I either think about how to uh, stop something that's happening in the meta right now, like a trend in the meta that everybody's doing, like Don't Die or something, and a team maybe with huge attack volume output or something like that uh, or find a piece that does something really cool and build around it um, add the things that will help it handle the established meta I never build without again like Dan said if, if it can't beat Hawkeye I don't bring it to a tournament if it can't beat Unimine I don't bring it to a tournament so I mean not that it has a good matchup against those things but I have to at least know that you know, there's a chance, and it's better than 5% that I could win it. But, yeah. So, yeah, it's just it finding, I don't know, there's so many pieces that seem like, oh, wow, I'd love to try that. And uh, that's how I start my teams, and then the rest of it is, um, you know, filling it in with stuff that works. Gotcha. Uh, George uh, Himes writes, uh, why is Illinois lacking in WKO major events? I don't know. There's not really much of a competitive scene in Chicago. Um, there's a few of us that love competitive stuff, but we go elsewhere. Um, and uh, there's, as far as Chicagoans are concerned, there's Chicago and there's Illinois, and we're not really part of the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's really nothing, anything south of Chicago that's competitive 
uh, events at all. There's really nothing anything south of Chicago in the state of Illinois, but don't, you know, you didn't hear that from me. No, I mean, that makes sense. It's, it's, it's a pretty open state. I, I don't there's, to, there's really yeah there aren't any population centers to, in in you not you know not being flipped there aren't any population centers in Illinois and Chicago doesn't have the scene all the people are in Chicago and the people in Chicago don't want to play clicks right now so it's disappointing to me I've you know for a while I tried really hard to get the scene going uh, I know Ken's trying really hard right now to get the scene going and there are a few people showing interest it seems odd with uh, the number of people in the area that there wouldn't be more. So and you know how it works, and you, you need a swell. You need several people. You can't just have one person who's excited about clicks who can keep a scene afloat, or two people, or even three. You need you need ten to fifteen regular locals that give a shit about competitive events. Eight of which would show up at if you had an important event at your shop before you can start thinking about doing regular stuff. Yeah. So, um, to be honest, I'm going to skip Matty G's two questions. Um, I, uh, other than to say this, I had a uh, negative play experience with Matty G last weekend. That uh, who is breathing so heavy? Anyways, I had a, a negative. <laughs> I had a negative play experience with. Uh, Matty G last weekend due to his play style of not practicing. Um, had to had to call the judge on him um, due to due to some stalling issues. And uh, you know I don't want to hash into any drama on the podcast. We're here about top level play events and top level play and previews and all sorts of fun stuff. And uh, um, Matt did not bring that, so that's all I'm saying. We're done. Next question. Uh, Mike Houghton writes in, when using Hawkeye-based teams, what can you do to combat Unimind or Black Panther? Um, Hit. Hit them? <laughs> yeah. And hope they don't roll. Yeah, Adam Friedman uh, pointed out this is, have them fail all their rollouts and crush them. Easy peasy every time. Yeah, even Hawkeye doesn't have a really good matchup against Uni. If Uni hits some rollouts, forget it. So... Uh, Christian uh, Planka writes in, what are the top three one-man army figures right now? Um, I think it's only one. I think it's pretty much just 300 uni. Do you think everybody solved Gobby, or do they just don't care anymore? Well, the problem is is that like if you have exospecs, your, your Gobby's going to die. Yeah, but I'm not running into many exospecs teams. Like, I haven't seen a lot of reliable, like, big attackers putting on exospecs, but you, you I haven't mean, been to as many competitions as you. You mean Hawkeye can put on the exospecs instead of the spears? Okay, well, have fun, I guess. You only get one pulse wave, and then your Hawkeye dies. Not whenever he goes 13 attack, 5 damage or more? No, he's, he still dies. <laughs> Five damage doesn't kill Gavi last time I checked. Well, then the other thing, then after that, Dave, um, Star Fox puts on the Exospecs and then Pulse Waves in 14 for 5. For Wait, okay, well, I mean, if he's going to cross all the way over to the map and then put on Exospecs, I guess, but... I 
think I think uh, Jason has fallen asleep on us. I think he is. I am not asleep. <laughs> yeah, he totally did. <laughs> I didn't. He know. did. He totally passed out. What was that snoring or something? Yeah, well, you were breathing pretty heavy, man. Yeah, you were. I was. It was pretty late. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was. I heard everything we just talked about about Star Fox crossing the map, putting on exo specs, and Gabby and Hawkeye wearing the exo specs, and all that. So I mean, or to be fair, the uh, Gabby or Star Fox can just wear the exo specs and you know go fourteen for four multiple times. Right, but my main thing is he said the top three one man army. So how is Gabby not at least one of those top three? Gabby is definitely the number two one man uh, army. Whether or not he's viable, do you, you think he's better than two fifty Panther? No. So here's the thing: I don't think two fifty. So one man army is you only have one dude on the map. Yeah, that's that's the no. I, go, I go with a strict interpretation. But I, but, of that. but he he may he may have been asking about ten poles, but that is a different sort of question. Yeah, he said OMA, so I'm thinking one dude on the map. So Uni and Gobby, but Gobby, I think are the only two. But Gobby's like a distant second. Right, but he's still he said top three. <laughs> yeah, and then third is like not even in existence. I mean, I guess the closest thing would be the 250 Panther. Yeah, but 250 Panthers, you're going to have stuff with him. Right, you're going to... I mean, but they're kind of inconsequential. Except for, like, yeah. uh, the Infinity Cop version. I probably like that version the best. Um, where you either kill Panther or get harassed by a, a bad cop all day. <laughs> well, just wait till we got the, uh, the 30, 40 point... Or, like, the 30 point Infinity Gauntlet to put on him and stuff. Oh, that thing better be good. Yeah. I'm t- I'm t- I want to see what it does. I'm tired of thinking about it. Um, Jake Carlisle, why do you think Isaac is a sleeper piece? Uh, I want to be clear. Isaac is not a sleeper piece. You guys should all be getting your Isaacs. I have mine. Pogs are great. Stop click mid-dial is even better. Um, you should like that kind of piece, Nate. Yeah, the only reason I hadn't really jumped on Isaac is because I keep hearing other people jumping on Isaac, so it's like, all right, I'll find out what he does. (laughs) We'll see if I need him or not. Um, I know PJ's freaking out about him. He's dying to play him. Yeah, I am too. After Hawkeye retires. God, I'm so tired of saying that about every fucking thing out there. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, know. T- I mean, the problem. I mean, here, here's the problem. Isaac, and, and here's, and I'll just say why. Isaac gets hit to a stop click, generates all of his pog. Hawkeye kills all of his pog. No, I get that. I'm just tired of it. Yeah, I know. Just, yeah, I know. Yeah. I just. And we had to extend out the retirement an extra fucking month. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Christian Bojan writes in, with the news of X-Men animated series being colossal boosters, do you think the possibility of X-Men getting colossal retail is filled? It is real. Yeah, let's hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ten-point retaliator X-Men, keyword. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> well, my main thing is this, is how many of the actual X-Men in the animated series were colossal? All their enemies were, but not Shut the up. actual X-Men themselves. Shut up, Dave. So even if we get Colossal <laughs> Retaliators, they're not going to have the X-Men keyword. So you, uh, Astral, you should... Astral Professor X is a Colossal, I think, in this set. There you go. Okay, well, you might get one guy, and he's probably going to suck ass. 
<laughs> yeah, his retaliation will be something stupid. Right? <laughs> Don't ruin it for me. Yeah. In cap. <laughs> but only to adjacent characters. No, just give with an eight attack. Just give just give me a cheap piece that gives pieces the X Men keyword. That's what I want. Oh my gosh. Yeah, as long as he's <laughs> ten points, who cares what he does? No, he's gonna be thirty five points. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> with, uh, I'm with, just saying, like, how many actual X-Men in the animated series were giant? Yeah, yeah, were yeah. colossal. Yeah, yeah. Now, maybe Wolverine and his Jeep will what be about the, What about Dark maybe They Dark get to use Phoenix Ram for free. You place them and then they Ram. Maybe Dark Phoenix or Phoenix will be a retaliator. There you go. But they're not going to have the keyword. Phoenix would have the keyword? No, they won't do that. They'll give her Cosmic and... Regular, regular Phoenix, regular Phoenix would have the king. Oh man, what if what if Phoenix is like a ten point retaliator? Yeah, more yeah. like a Dormammu thirty five point retaliator. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I don't see it happening. I, I see retaliators, but probably not X Men retaliators. All right, all right. Just rain on my parade, why don't you? I'm not trying to crush your dreams. I'm just you trying to be did. realistic. You already did. <laughs> I'm just trying to be realistic. Now you're going to tell me the Hawkeye's not going to retire come July 1st or something? Yeah, they're going to save him. They're just going to be like, eh, actually, Hawkeye's going to stay here. Unimind's going to retire in his place. Don't don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm so looking forward to another year of Unimind. You're on some bullshit, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I feel He's like it's already us. been... I feel He's like it's already us. been three years of Unimine Lockjaw Group. It feels that way, doesn't it? it feels I'm like, not trolling. It feels I like swear. I've been prepping for Lockjaw Unimine longer than I've had to prepare for anything ever. Right. It's going to be feels... here for another year. Groot hasn't, I know. Even, Groot hasn't even been out for a year yet. I just said it feels like you've been that we've been having to prepare Unimine Lockjaw Groot teams for forever like they're just everywhere and it feels like they've always been there <laughs> i can't remember a time before cute mind locked all right his second part of his question with all 50 states being represented with rock state provincials i mean that includes 50 states plus canada and uh, puerto rico uh do you see positive growth trend for hero clicks in the future <coughs> Um, absolutely. Uh, yeah, why not? Say, but yeah, I mean, the, it's not selling like it used to, but I think the competitive scene is great. I don't know what that means for the game. I, I don't know, you know, you hear all kinds of stories about the games dying, and that's been going on for 15 years, and it actually did die and then came back. Uh, but seems to be going strong to me. Every major event I go to has enough players who are excited and bought a lot of clicks. So, and the stores sell out of things. It's not like you can always, you know, the fact that right. the things sell out and, and WizKid seems to be doing pretty well, I, I, I don't think the game's going anywhere. But. Just wait till them wrestling fans trickle into the Heroclix fandom. That seems... <laughs> Well, unlikely with the dollar <laughs> price tag on the clicks. I think the people we'll who come in as collectors of those may not become regular players if they have to pay $8 per figure. Well, I mean, that's just going to get them in the door, man. It's just going to get them in. They're going to bring their, their Stone Cold Steve Austin to 
to a clicks game we go oh what are these oh i can get a lot more of these for cheaper and then we got them wrestling fans are pretty rabid about stuff they like so i think yo guys inadvertently answered dustin mccain's <coughs> question congratulations your pricing structure sucks yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah i would have uh, preferred blind boosters and like a gravity feed like the captain marvel set and stuff and Harrison Fordyce asked about our uh, map situation. What uh, We kind of talked about that at the beginning of the episode. Um, Pat Fraser says there should be a three colossal max. Fight me. Uh, yeah, he's just being uh, controversial because I am complaining because the new rule makes, uh, makes it so that you only can have three colossals on your team before you start killing your little guys. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Ken Small um, wants to know, two-part question, um, how do you reconcile the concept of free will and determinism? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm still wrestling with that one. It's a, I believe that's a lifelong question. I don't think you ever get to fully determine the answer to that one. And, and uh, I can't, I have nothing to add to it, to what, what people already know about it. Yeah, I think uh, I thought about this one actually. Uh, I probably prepped for this question more than some of the other ones. Um, is that uh, free will and determinism are um, uh, what I want to say? They both exist at the same time. And fair, fair. That's a like the yin and the yang, the the good and evil. They're part of the same two sides of the same coin. Right. They're they're actually you you your free will is already determined. Interesting. Interesting. I think I'm going to go over where Jason is and take a nap with him. <laughs> I'm not taking a fucking nap. <laughs> Why is he so mad about the fact that he's not taking a nap? You should Make call this episode Jason nap. Naps. <laughs> Nippy time with Jason. <laughs> Na nappy time with Jason. Jason doesn't get enough nappy time. That's the problem. Yeah. So, and these other ones I had to Google, which was uh, your... Um, uh, Deontology. Utilitarianism versus denatology. Um, now y'all are just making words up. No. <laughs> um, no, they're not. They're not. I know, so, I know. Uh, I'm just... I would say that um, the, uh, the, the nature of utilitarianism, um, just because it benefits the majority doesn't make it right. Yes, it does. No, Captain America <laughs> and Iron Man would never... Sacrifice one to save everybody. I Spock would. would. Spock would. Do it. <laughs> I would, in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. One versus a million, but a million's a way bigger number. Yeah. It's a debate for another day, I guess. Yeah. Then you would. <laughs> then you totally wouldn't. Then Captain America would be disappointed with you. I like Cap, but because Iron Man's a douche. Um, <laughs> now so, I am just trolling Dan. Yeah, you are. So on to a more appropriate question from Joe Gutierrez. Uh, thanks, Joe, for being one of our uh, patron subscribers. Um, what do you think the best way to handle an illegal build being discovered partway through the tournament to both the person playing it and to any opponent that let it through? Um, so now... 
I think I want to be clear that Joe is talking about an illegal build. Like the build total is three hundred and one points, um, and you know, for local events like WKOs and rocks and that sort of thing, it's let. What can we do to make the build legal? Because it's on you as an player, and it's on you as an opponent to check your opponent's build sheets, and it's on a judge to verify those build sheets to some extent. Um, but it's a it's a it's a no harm, no foul sort of situation for most most things. Um, now, if it comes in that's like uh, somebody let a uh, I don't know a Nightwing ID in right now. Um, <laughs> You know, you know, you just get rid of that Nightwing ID. Um, let's say somebody accidentally let in, um, I don't know, I'm just going to think wild, a main force Nick Fury. Um, <laughs> you know, you would solve that. DQ. No, I, I think you would just say you're 120 points short now. I'm sorry if you'd like to continue in the tournament. But there's no way that a, a main force Nick Fury didn't impact the tournament. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. But the opponent... I think you go with what the what the impact was on the games. You know, like what if old dude won two games because he's playing an illegal piece? No, there's a there's zero way to do that though, Dave. I mean, how do you unwind who would have? That, that was the big problem at Worlds. The problem at Worlds wasn't that I only got 150 points, because the win was probably better than I could have gotten against Dan. The issue was, why did he just reseed us? I mean, it's just a question of drop, drop. You know, I know it's not the easiest thing in the world, and there were 100, 100 and some players, but the correct thing to do is not to give a player in the 10th, you know, playing at table 9, a buy, and any win or loss or points. Let them play and reseed the tournament. And and if you reseed based on what should have happened, how could you possibly come up with what, what should I, I thought we were talking about illegal builds here. Like we right, find right, out but that's what I'm saying. Like you say look at points. the impact of what it meant, but had that guy won instead of lost, then you wouldn't have been playing this guy, you would have been playing that guy, and what are you gonna do? Speculate that you probably would have beaten that guy? I mean how would you how would you apply what should have happened based on the effect of Nick Fury being in uh, well, let's just say it's even an exo specs, and you're two points over build. Like, what if you won a game because you hit the pulse wave on the exo specs, and you would have never had access to it in the first place? I mean, what if? Like, what if you know? If you had a leech ID that you never called in, or something like that, that that doesn't impact the game, like. I mean, there's actually, I've had an, I mean, I can tell you what if, what it's possible that the game would have changed greatly in the favor of the opponent. It's also possible that the player would have done better with a different choice. I mean, you know, last night I remembered when I was playing Dustin that I should have done something different. He let me take it back because we were playtesting. I did it different and it was worse. You know, right? But I'm not talking about oh, it could have gone this way and it could have gone this way. I'm saying like, if I have a 302 point team because I have the exo specs on, and the exo specs made a difference in the game, and then later somebody's like, oh, you have a 302 point team, then so what, what at that point you just go to disqualification. But do you just so that's the no? I don't think so, David. I didn't. I don't. Why? Why would you not? 
because they 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 they've impacted. It would be different if like oh uh, I have this free ID off you know this character I'm playing. It's like oh well that character doesn't actually give you a free ID. Oh well I never called it in all day and my opponent can confirm. Then I you just roll on take the ID off the team. But if you've affected the tournament with your illegal build, then I but mean it's on it's on the judge and it's on each opponent to verify. The build of their opponent. So right, I'm not saying we're DQing like everybody. That. But no, but what I'm saying is, you're DQing a player. You'd have to DQ the judge too, because they also failed in their job to make it fair. Yeah, well, I mean, to a judge. It just depends, Dave. I mean, the, the the guiding principle I would use would be: was there harm? Was there foul? Was there intent? Uh, was it malicious? Yeah. Well, I, what I did in the past, you can do harm and foul without piece. having malice in the action. Yeah, in which case yeah. it's a little toy superhero game, and so you get this toy instead of that toy, you know. I, but it's not a toy superhero game. Whenever it comes to like prizing that costs goods amount of, a good amount of money yeah, and mean, things like that, I guess Dave, it would come down to that situation in like that example that you use with like the Excel specs. You'd probably have to look and see, and I would say, hey, is there a three point ID on your team you never called in? Well, right, then, but then you know we'll... what I'm saying. I'm saying, but I'm saying if it affected the tournament, I'm not saying DQ everybody. I'm I'm just saying that one player, their mistake has affected the tournament. You don't go back and rewrite anything. You're just like, listen, man, you're you're overbuilt. I mean, I, I guess you could drop it, but the damage is already done at that point. You could drop any piece of the team, though. Right, but your team's already. But let, let's say they played you round one and the exospecs were key in them beating you. They wouldn't have. Well, let's so say they locked think, down your character with the plasticity they picked off the exospecs. And that you likely on, could have won. I think you're focused on the fact that the exospecs put them over, right? Like, I think what I would look at in that situation. I'm just saying any game there, element that has impacted a game. Well, like, I, I let's would say, say. Is there an a ID? A student that, Cyclops ID that came out whenever he didn't. Whenever he had too many IDs because he didn't have enough characters on the board. Right. Let's say that Cyclops last action or, you know, whatever kills your colossal retaliator. You lose 20 to nothing from a piece that shouldn't have even been on the team in the first place. And you don't find it out till round three. Well, now you've traveled four hours to freaking lose 20 to nothing to an illegal build. And there's nothing anybody's going to do about it other than give them a slap on the wrist and say, oh, they'll do it again. Take that Cyclops off your team. Well, it's too late for you now. Your day's done. Well, I mean, it depends, Dave. It, it goes into, did they call out all the IDs in the game? Was there an ID that we can drop? I mean, you know, it, it's more to it than just saying, well, you had that piece. That means you're DQ'd. It's, it's, right. I just don't it, want it to. Y'all were making it seem it's like, oh, well, as long as there's something we can find, it'll be okay. But it's like but again, sometimes it's not okay for the people who get screwed over. But on you, Dave, you got screwed because you didn't look closely enough at your opponent's build sheet. Right. I mean, I get that. That's not. I'm just saying. It's, it's the same as letting your opponent make a misplay and two turns. Like, I, I had an, a, a great case of that at uh, in Michigan where. I was uh, playing, and uh, I forgot that, like, I, I hit somebody with Surter, and he rolled Super Senses. Like an idiot, I let him roll it. A turn and a half later, I realized, oh, shit, no way he should have been able to roll out of that. That piece should be dead. But, of course, it's on me, right? Right, I mean, but he didn't have an illegal team. <laughs> but he made an illegal play. What's the difference? 
I don't know. I guess that's a play mistake, whereas the other one is an illegal build. But it's a diff- it's a mistake on a different spot. I mean, I, I guess I guess right. They're mistakes, but one of them is a mistake in the game, and the other is a mistake that shouldn't have even been there in the first place. And a judge should have caught, and all the players should have caught. Right. I mean, I understand that it's not a perfect world, and that that stuff happens. I just, I don't know. I feel like there should be something. There should be something for those to those people who the illegal build ended up beating them with the exact illegal thing. Now, there are some people who get illegal builds and they don't catch it till later in the tournament and it never came into effect. Like, maybe they had an extra character on their sideline as an ID card option. Like, oh, I have the common ice man over here. Well, I never called in common ice man and, you know, whatever, it's fine. But no, there's no, there no perfect answer to that. Right, I just think that... Yeah, it's a situational answer for sure. Yeah, it's, just, it's a it's a decision for a judge to make in the moment based on mm-hmm. the players and the situation, and, their and that's own. why being a judge in HeroClix is so hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So don't give them crap whenever they have to make the tough choices. <laughs> Duh. Good point. Oh boy, thankless job, but good thing we love the game. <laughs> Uh, Corey Clark wants to know, Jason, what fun scenario games will be run at Bang in April? Well, we're going to play Sealed DC Rebirth pre-release. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> um, Harrison Fordyce's other question wants to know, uh, let's talk about sports. What are they? I love that. That's great. I like sports. Yeah, I, me too. I, I follow a lot of sports. Hey, I don't follow any sports except for Kentucky basketball during the March Madness. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Uh, Jason Reynolds wants to know, can Super Carol 150 Marvel be competitive? If so, what makes her competitive when compared to the alternatives on her respective teams, probably mainly Cosmic and Avengers? Um, that's, you know... <sighs> She's definitely competitive. Yeah. People have won a pencil there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if she's at the Unimine Hawkeye Shredders level yet. No. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> Put her on the map, see what she can do. Yeah, I mean, Tyler stomped me with her a couple weeks ago. It's a really, really sick piece. It's beautiful. Yeah. But... Uh, I mean, the fact is, you just can't wail on it. You can't. You can't just hit it twice and it's gone. It's the same thing. Same problem. Unimind gives you. It's like you got to hit him three times. Anything you have to hit three times that can heal itself in between is a real pain to finish off. So. Right, and I think if uh, if anybody can do it, they should probably try to do it at states, especially if you're in like um, Idaho. a state. Yeah, you know, Idaho, yeah. Wyoming. Wyoming's <laughs> a good state to That's win true. Captain Marvel. You know. That's true. I mean, cause, and there are people who who want to pay kind of their respects and get get the older stuff uh, back in into the game before they retire at states. And then there are people at states who just want to kind of throw out some new stuff that's not super competitive. So, I mean, like, states is probably the best time to, like, play something that's on the cusp do, of do, the meta. The people who you are, know, you know, I feel... Uh, do people who aren't serious players, like, who listen to a lot of podcasts, do they think of states as being any different from a win a map? I mean, I know there's more people, 
but don't you just bring your best stuff to whichever event there is that weekend? Do many people think, oh, it's states, I'm going to wear my whites and I'm going to bring only pieces that are silly and have a whimsical nature? You know, I think, don't they just play the same stuff? You, you talk about states, David, as if it's a different sort of feel for you. It, than to me, I just look at the results and I see a lot of stuff that, like, you normally wouldn't see go down to Huntsville and win a Super Q. Yeah, the thing you know is, I mean? is that. The, oh yeah, I can see that. The the thing that you run, I think what Nate Nate what Dave's trying to say is, is that there's a a dilution of events. That's true. So you're staying in Illinois, so I'm going to be in Kentucky, um, or in Tennessee, and you know, so there's a chance that you know if you're in. Again, I don't want to offend all of our Idahoian and and. I feel like we're going to get hate mail now. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, Lucas Tom Van Holland's coming for you, David Gasselman. Well, I'm just saying it's South Dakota. So, but anyways, let me finish my thought, Dave. It's all the same. It's the same country. Yeah, as though as those guys have things that can break through in those uh, states that aren't as that don't have players that are going to be traveling to them. So you see folks that don't normally win things come out um, of the woodwork and that sort of thing. It's really a great time uh, for innovation. It is. It's awesome. It's right. like, yeah, like, I don't get to see those crazy, wacky teams that win events. You're right, David. It's like it's the Delaware State Tournament and uh, the, the yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's not a, a bad thing or a knock on anyone there. It's just like, you know, where, where we are located, there's a lot of players who travel and are really competitive players. But these players aren't going over to Colorado next weekend or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so if you're in Colorado or if you're in Idaho or if you're in New Mexico, you know who your dudes are that show up at these things. And, and you kind of know their play style. And you may be able to come out with something and be the guy that makes... You know, fifteen mud men win freaking states. That's true. At the at the Illinois uh, at the Illinois Rock states, if you have retaliators, you're going to get mind control a lot because a lot of the very good local meta guys play super mind control pieces. I know this from firsthand experience, and I hate it. Making me kill my own stuff. Robin shooting giant girls. It's a horrible, <laughs> horrible scene. <laughs> But yeah, I just I, I love states because of that exact fact, you know. So Yeah. Yeah. The local meta matters a lot. Right. Yeah. I mean and, and we get to come and we get to sit here and talk about these teams and be like, Man, that's pretty cool. Look at this. Like I'm so distracted by Unimind and all this other all Hawkeye teams and whales and all that that I never even really thought anybody was going to play this, much less like run through the field with it. That's pretty awesome, right? Like, I never looked at that interaction and how this piece worked with that. The states should be your thing, Nate. You know, this is Grandmaster Meta time. I know, man. I, I got. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy this stuff, but I think of everything like that. I don't. I don't just wait for states to bring out my weird shit. I bring out my weird shit wherever I go. <laughs> I let my freak flag fly. <laughs> Awkward silence. So yeah, I'm just pulling up the, uh, <laughs> up the uh, next question here. Um, uh, I got you. Brian Poland wants to know, Nate, can I be your Padawan? No, I got two kids, man. Yeah, it's just 
can't happen. You're, you're he's too good of a player anyway. I can't teach him anything. Right, <laughs> Get lucky. Marcus Roll. Vila wants to know what's your uh, best dad joke, Nate. Uh, uh, guy walks into a bookstore. He says, "I need a book on turtles." The clerk says, uh, "Hardback." And the guy goes, "Yeah, long neck, you know, short legs." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I just heard that one this week. That's a good wow. One. You better uh, get used to your dad jokes there, Dan. Uh, yeah, no, you gotta, right. gotta have them at, at ready. You gotta have them at ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna study. I'm sure there's a bathroom book I can buy on that. And some of them just come naturally. And get ready with that uh, high hungry I'm dad because that one. That's the best. Yep. Yep. All right, John T wants to know what set theme should DC use that would be similar to Marvel's Avengers Infinity and Marvel '90s X-Men? Examples of possible colossal retaliation. Wow, that's the part question. That's a lot of that's, that's a lot a, of questions. That's there. a that's a huge question there. So I don't know DC Comics well enough to know what uh, what where big dudes are at. Well, they could have done uh, an actual Justice League Unlimited set. That would have been nice. yeah, yeah. Christ. That would have been great. Crisis would be good. Crisis on Infinite Earths. I mean, I know they had a Crisis set, but it's been a while. They've had an X-Men set, too. I know they didn't have an animated series, but... I mean, there would have been plenty of colossal options for DC in the animates, in the uh, Justice League Unlimited and Justice League cartoon. Yeah. And what about the Young Justice pieces? They've all been pretty much clicks, haven't they? <clears throat> um, I don't think from that... Um... I don't think so, not from the TV show. Like, some of them have been clicks, but they're, like, more comic version than they are um, the TV show version. Right. So, that's I mean... Cool. But that's a pretty that's a pretty small in, a small in scope, not nearly as sweeping. Right, I mean, they could do the Justice League Unlimited and Justice League set, and then have one of the sub-themes be the Young Justice series. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Plenty like, of big know, people. Like, also, guys like, what, uh, Chemo, right? Uh... The guy from the oh. man that they could grow to a giant size. At, uh, oh, right, yeah, and then they had, um, uh, it looks just like, ah, oh, crap, he came out in Superman Wonder Woman, the one that could poison in blades. Brimstone? Brimstone, Brimstone, yeah. he was in the, in the anime series. They had a different version of Brimstone, they had a Chinese robot version of Brimstone instead of the apocalypse version of Brimstone, but it was the same. The right, same. yeah. Yeah, he looked just like him, and I was like, is that the guy from the show? And yeah, then, uh, I mean they had all kinds of big dudes, so they could have all kinds of fun with that. Adam Smasher. Yep. There you go. I just want Plastic Man and Elongated Man, <laughs> and a, uh, a good shiny knight. Yeah, and Vigilante. Yeah. Yeah, they could do all kinds of stuff with that set, and that would be kind of the answer to the X Men animated series because it, uh, I think ran longer than the X-Men animated series did, so... I don't think so. It only ran, it's like, on. four seasons. Unlimited with two like, seasons. Well, yeah, but they had the, the precursor with the regular Justice League, which was, but like, was two like, or three seasons. That, that was, was like, like, two seasons, yeah. Two seasons. Like, so that's four together. seasons. How long did the X-Men animated series Five. run? Five. Okay, so yeah. relatively close, close to the same. Yeah, you can get, like, yeah. a Gigantic Colossal. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there, yep. Uh, Michael, Michael Love wants to know, Nate, when are you going to come to Texas to get clapped? I spent a month in Texas one week a couple years ago, 
And uh, I have no need to go back to Texas ever again. <laughs> I think Micah's a little young to be making statements like that. I uh, call grandma. He's a he's a wonderful kid. He's a he's a he's a real sweet little guy. He just got his driver's license. It's hilarious. He's uh, yeah. I remember he didn't fill up the gas tank when he gave it back to his grandma. Yep. Yep. <laughs> God damn it, Micah. Learn on which side your bread is buttered. <laughs> he doesn't even understand that reference, Nate. <laughs> He'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. He'll look it up. He's, he knows how to Google. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Nicholas Wayne wants to know, uh, what is your strategy for building and sealed events? Uh, pull the nuts. Yeah, stay home. <laughs> Don't go to sealed events. Uh, Weston Steiner wants to know, <laughs> Nate, uh, you've been playing against a lot of skilled, known players lately. Who is left on your list that you're eager to face? Uh, I want to play Dustin Cedars. Uh, never played against him. He's got, like the, uh, he's got like the opposite of the hair situation that you have going on. I know, but we're similar. We're 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 similarly weird in our builds. He that guy had really cool builds. He 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 uh he always comes in with something that you just didn't practice against. And uh, I don't know. I've been beaten by a lot of great players. It'd be fun to be beaten by Dustin. <laughs> uh, Andrew Krimpik, um, super great guy. Uh, Nate White, props for the awesome trick with Grandmaster. Enjoyed meeting you and playing you first round at PJ's event. Do you plan on writing yeah, he, that build or me. a variation of it at States? He, he beat me with a Black Panther team. I could not get through those rollouts. He didn't even need three. Two of them were getting it every time for him. But, uh, uh, yeah, definitely. I'm going to play I'm gonna play two different teams. I'm going to play one team twice at States and then another team, just a different team, just to see. Uh, I've got two teams right now that I'm happy with. And uh, I have not, for the first time in ages, I've not come home from a tournament and immediately built a new team. So uh, I, I feel like I can live with the Grandmaster team for a little while, and we'll see right. if it can... I mean, I feel like it... I lost map to Dustin with it and um, yesterday in our practice, and I still managed to pull out the win. There's enough elements there of a good team that even if I can't do my trick, I can still play it out and possibly pull out a win. So... That's the, you know, I wonder if Fat Spidey can do that. You know what I mean? Like, or like, if Fat Spidey doesn't pull off his trick, can he slog through and and battle? And I think that's where that team falls a little bit short. Right. Um, so, are you just gonna play in the background? The it's my birthday. It's your birthday. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, and Andrew, we talked a little bit about replacement for Overdrive. Uh, with Raven earlier. Uh, Tyler Spees wants to know, Nate White, can you explain in detail how to beat any and all teams you will run at, at State's events that we will, you will both be attending? Well, let's, let's face it. Everybody knows that Tyler has magical dice that always roll great in the right moment. Um, so I would suggest he just use those dice. Um, now, Tyler's, I, <laughs> Tyler's so good. He's such a great player. He's great. He's great with stuff besides the whales, but for some reason he only wants to play the whales, which is fine because he wins every time. So you know, God yeah. bless him. 
Uh, Tommy Lytle wants to know why you uh, play standing up with a mean look on your face, and is that because you always want to try to intimidate your opponents with physical threats like that, you big bully? Irritable bowels. It's hard to sit down for too long. Hemorrhoids. That it, sort of. Uh, I'll be fair. I'll sit there and watch uh, you and um, uh, Tommy play on Saturday, and uh, it was neat to see two uh, old fogies play. I was yeah. uh, I was surprised you guys didn't both like take naps at the table. No, yeah, but you play Jason every week. <laughs> but Jason's only forty. <laughs> I'm Thanks, only forty three. How the hell old did you think I was? I know my white beard makes it look like I'm 50, but I am not. Oh, wow. You're only 43? Yeah. Yeah, yeah thanks. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, just, you can be mad at me. I'll admit that I thought you were older than 43, Nate. Wow. So you and Warren are, like, the same age. But I'm, Warren looks I'm the way same younger age than you. everyone who's <laughs> <laughs> If you're 43, you're the same age as me. It's one of those talk No, well, things. I always thought that Warren... As- looks younger than what he is so and uh you know I mean, <laughs> and, and you know, you know you don't. i'm sorry <laughs> you're on the other end of that spectrum you're like an old old piece of shit <laughs> dragged through the mud yeah that's that's what i was hinting at yeah that's sorry like, i'm gonna cry myself <laughs> sleep tonight sorry is yeah. that uh, Nate? Is that where we can say it's those uh, liberal philosophies that you have that make you look older? Uh, I think it's uh, the converse. I think he's able to be so conservative because he's because he's got that that uh, that youthful uh, exuberance, and I'm um, because I'm old and crotchety. I'm I'm stuck in my liberal ways. Wait, that's not right. That's backwards. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. about to say the old crotchety people tend to lean conservative. <laughs> Yeah, I got no, I got no, I got no answer. I don't think our, I don't think our politics and our, 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 our smile uh, lines and crow's feet are connected. <laughs> and uh, Jay Solomon seems like he has a shout out here. Why is the sixty point grandmaster the best grandmaster? Sixty point grandmaster is not the best grandmaster. He's garbage. I don't know why you would play the sixty point grandmaster. Is that the one that has like the zero attack? Yeah. It's the one that can pick any support power, but it's like, well, just spend 15 more points and get Lockjaw then. Then you got a way better piece that survives a lot longer and can actually fight. Oh, that's so, right. You played, I think it, you played the 75.1. I played the 75. I think he's just being silly. Um, and then, uh, you know what's funny is that Eton Black is actually a real person. What? Yeah. Um... So that's at, not true. At least according to the Google machine. Uh, I bet I bet it's a Nate White that changed his name. Probably. There's a lot of us. Alright, so we've had a lot of thoughts today. <laughs> I don't think we need any final thoughts for today. Uh Nate, thanks for being on today. Um Jason, Dave, y'all have anything else? Uh no. All I right. just took a nap, probably, but other than that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for having me. It was it was awesome. Sorry, yeah. I I didn't ramble, but no, 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 I <laughs> no, was right. fun. You were super fun. Yeah, yeah. Good. Thanks for. Uh, I enjoyed it. Thanks for being on, Nate, and uh, thanks everybody for listening to Clicks Off, and we'll talk to y'all next time. Later. <laughs>